Jesus said, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Alleluia, Jesus Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. When Jesus says what he says today, he's anticipating the time we're in right now. He's talking about the time when he's no longer with us. He's talking about the time after his ascension. He's also talking about next week, too, when we'll celebrate Pentecost. The day when he sent the Holy Spirit, the helper, the comforter, the spirit of truth, whom he sent from the Father. Ascension was last Thursday, the day when the Christian church on earth gathers to celebrate when our Lord ascended into heaven. He did that 40 days after Easter, and last Thursday was 40 days after Easter. The most recent Lutheran witness was super helpful in teaching about how important and special Ascension Day is. When it comes to our gospel reading today, Jesus tells us why he must ascend. It, of course, has to do with sending the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus says. Today he said, when the Comforter comes, whom I will send to you from the Father. Jesus continues this idea a little later in John 16 when he says, It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Comforter will not come to you. But when I go away, I will send him to you. Now the most specific reason Jesus goes away, ascends, has to do with him sending the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. But we can also look at Jesus' departure, his going away, in a broader way. And the, Holy, the sending of the Holy Spirit is part of that, but it's not the only reason. Ezekiel and Peter will have something to do with this too. Anyway, the reason for Jesus going away is simple. Jesus has departed to keep all his promises to us. What does it mean to be trustworthy? More importantly, what makes Jesus worthy of your trust, worship, and devotion? It doesn't just mean to tell the truth all the time. It really means to keep promises. A trustworthy person is someone who does something that they say they're going to do. Jesus is trustworthy for both reasons. He always speaks the truth, and he always does what he says he's going to do. Jesus did what he said he would do. He gets handed over to the religious leaders. They hand him over to the Gentiles. He's terribly treated. He's beaten, mocked, spit upon. He's flogged. He suffers, he's crucified under Pontius Pilate, he dies. Jesus says these things will happen, and they happen, just like he said. But his promises didn't end at Calvary. The point was for him to be on the cross. But the other thing he promised was for him not to to stay dead. 
not to stay in that tomb. He says, I will rise. And so he rises on the third day, just like he said, and also according to the scriptures. The Lord Jesus is worthy of your trust, worship, and devotion, because he does what he says and says what he's going to do. They always line up. But there's even more, and that's what we're considering today. Jesus has departed to keep all his promises to us. And part of that means he ascends into heaven according to his promise. Jesus' ascension into heaven was foreshadowed in the Old Testament. The first type, as it's called, or shadow or echo of Jesus' ascension was Enoch. Enoch walked with God and then was no more because God took him. The biggest foreshadowing was, and this was the Old Testament reading for ascension, the biggest foreshadowing was Elijah being taken up into heaven by a whirlwind. Jesus is, in a sense, the greater and final Elijah when it comes to his ascension. But it's not just a matter of what the Old Testament scriptures promised or predicted or foreshadowed about Jesus' ascension. Jesus himself promised it. And that's what he's hinting about today when he says, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But this is also what Jesus means when he says elsewhere in John, I am going to him who sent me. Jesus also says that they will see the Son of Man ascend where he was before. And Jesus is trustworthy. He accomplished it. He ascended. Luke tells us, Jesus led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. As they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. You see, there's no reason to doubt Jesus, like we do. There's no reason to question him, like we so often do. He really is trustworthy. He says what he's going to do, and then he does it. He keeps his promises. He promised to ascend, and so he departs in order to keep that promise. Jesus has departed to keep all his promises to us. But it's not just his promises leading up to his ascension. Jesus also keeps his post-ascension promises, too. He kept the promise that he's talking about today. When the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. We'll hear more about that next week, but for today... 
we can see he did keep that promise. He really did send the Spirit at Pentecost. But this promise isn't just for the first post-Easter Pentecost. It's a promise to you and to me, too. Because when Jesus talks with his disciples, he's also talking to you and to me. He promises the Spirit to you and to me. He delivers that Spirit to all of us in the waters of holy baptism. Peter said at Pentecost, Be baptized in Jesus' name, that is, according to his command, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit does exactly what Jesus promises he would do. He will bear witness about me, Jesus says. That is, the Spirit will bring Jesus to you and you to Jesus. The Spirit accomplishes this work of Jesus among us. And what that exactly looks like is described for us in Ezekiel 36 today. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart, and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh, and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. And I will make you walk in my statutes, and you will guard my judgments and do them. Jesus and the Holy Spirit work all things out for you and through you. You are cleansed, forgiven from all your uncleannesses, all your sins. Jesus shed his blood for you. You are baptized. You have the Holy Spirit who continually recreates a clean heart, a new heart, a living heart within you through his word. And this is the main reason why this new congregation at prayer is so important. The Holy Spirit will work faith, and love within your hearts. And this is the benefit of Jesus' supper, too. There, Jesus gives his body and blood to you for the forgiveness of your sins. And with that, the Holy Spirit strengthens faith within you. The Spirit also enlivens your love. As Peter says today, keep loving one another earnestly or fervently. And sounds nice. And we often do ask, the do ask the Father to do exactly that after receiving Jesus' supper. Finally, Jesus ascends also so he can keep the promise laid out for us in our intro it today from which we get the name for today's Sunday, Exaudi, or listen. 
Jesus ascends to rule over the universe. And so now, you don't have to worry about trying to find him in some remote spot in Israel or trying to fit into a busy schedule amongst the crowds. Now, Jesus, reigning with his Father, has the power and authority to have all the time in the universe to listen to you, your prayers, and answer them. On top of using his power to deliver himself, the Holy Spirit, the forgiveness of sins, wherever and whenever the gospel is preached, his word is heard, and the sacraments are handed out just like Jesus wants them to be. Jesus has departed to keep all his promises to us. That not only means he ascends according to his promise, but that he keeps all his promises. He dies and rises. He sends the Spirit. He baptizes you. He forgives you. He feeds you with his body and his blood. In the name of Jesus.